do you have any new movie recommendations? Tell me about I'm your new a, film. Coffee, and let's let's, let's play some audio from your new film. Yeah, I have a coffee table book coming out on yeah. uh, on on mugs. So yeah, do you, coffee mugs. Do you have? Um, you actually saw the Joker today. Oh. Do you want to make a quick comment on that? Yeah. Um, Was there any good music? Did it have a good score? <laughs> uh, Some maniacal okay. laughter? Well, um, <laughs> yes, a lot of that. Uh, to nauseam. Um, uh, God, I'm trying to formulate uh, my... It, okay. Um, what are you asking? How, how was the music in it? The music in it uh, was was I don't remember a score. I know it existed, but I don't remember it. I do remember some key moments where they used some songs from the period that they were trying to convey. Um, it was kind of a seventy-ish feel. I was thinking kind it's of, typically like a late seventies, well, early eighties. I, I don't think it gave a time at the beginning, but I mean Thomas Wayne, Bruce Wayne's dad. Bruce is only a kid um, and TV they're watching TV and it's black and white don't don't do any spoilers here. no there's no spoilers <laughs> but I mean TV's in black and white and the outfits but it didn't it didn't feel 70s but or 60s or whatever but they used some music that was a lot more it was very Scorsese it was what you would get if you took King of Comedy Scorsese film and uh, Taxi Driver Scorsese film and put them together you would get this that it's exactly what it is. Uh, Joaquin Phoenix is brilliant. Um, he didn't really do anything I didn't expect him to do. I already knew he was brilliant. Um, so it really didn't blow me away. Because um, I, well, that makes sense. Him playing the Joker. Yeah. Yeah, I, I was never concerned about the casting with him. When I saw the first shot of the full like makeup on him, I'm like, why did they go with that look? So I'm really not sure. Just to be different. Yeah, and I mean, you know, obviously, it makes sense though. It gets it it gets very it's very troubling, and it because it's, it's a bit, it's a bit more of a traditional clown like. Right? Yeah. Yes. Well, it's it is a disturbing film, and it is at a descent into madness, and it is from his point of view. So it's a lot like watching American Horror Story or something like that. It does leave you feeling empathetic. Well, you're empathetic, but then you start to. So is it kind of like Wicked? It, where it's giving you the or or like the Maleficent movie where you're getting the other side. So like, yeah, but that that's a weird yeah, but yeah, uh, well, in 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 principle. Okay. Um, but well, I don't have the movie to have it in context. No, yeah, just... yeah, but but what I will say is that I walked away with this thought that production companies are all about making money, and no matter what, that is the principle. No matter what. Even if it's going to, no matter what your art may cause anyone else to do or to have thoughts of doing, um, it doesn't matter. If it's going to sell, it's going to sell. They, people would make money off of the apocalypse if they were sure that they would be safe and keep all the money. It doesn't matter. And I think that the responsibility in film is lost when you go about it that way you do have a responsibility to your to the society as a whole and that is starting to get missed and this film takes a stab where i've been on the in, i've been around on the internet and have even known some people 
there's anarchist type of people out there who are very angry, very, very intelligent, and they have thoughts of doing things to change the status quo. And where there were shootings with um, that were inspired by the presence of the Joker being in Dark Knight when Dark Knight Rises came out, this, I walked away feeling like this was capitalizing on that. That mm. this is making money on that because you are not only just seeing a villain, you are writing this out with the villain. So you're seeing his point of view and you're seeing, and you might not like some of his choices and, and you might steer away from his choices, but because you've ridden along with them, you can more easily understand why you're not, you don't approve of it, but you understand why he did it. Right. You understand why he made this choice, why they went in this direction. And for so me, they're, they're not justifying right. his actions necessarily. Well, just no. Well, yeah, yeah. The film does. Well, they're way. showing you how he justifies it. Maybe. Yes, but with music, okay, with music and visual style, it is. I will say it is very like a Christ has risen kind of moment, where you are, where it is advocating. It, it, it is kind of saying, and it's not out of tragedy, you know, like sometimes you see like a Holocaust film and stuff and someone, and, and it's like, you know, what if you were to rise? At, okay. What if you were to watch a movie about Hitler and you were to see Hitler as a child and he's a nice, nice kid, you know, and you're following his thought and, and you know, and, and you're with him and you start to understand why he's doing some of this stuff and everything. Now it would be tragic in a good film. You see him up there above his army with his hand out and everything and doing and yelling and stuff. And it had music and a tone that was like sad and pitiful and oh my gosh, I can't believe this is happening kind of a thing. You know, that would leave you with one thought. But if they shoot it in a way where it was like, gosh, this guy has found his purpose. Look at this guy on top of the mountain. Wow. Is it glorifying kind of glorifying it. it. Yeah. That is that is sending a message to some people without, with no, not necessarily okay. intent, but it's capitalization and having well, no responsibility for it. There was some concern, uh, I guess, kind of going out to parents. It was like, we're concerned that this movie's going to advocate violence and that sort of thing. I hope I didn't give away too much. No, but but what I what I'm getting from from your your I mean, people know there, who he becomes. So. Yeah, yeah, but. but I still think to me that that's a piece that's, if it's from his perspective, he's feeling like he has reached this glory moment of, I, I know what I am now and I have this purpose. Like, at least that's what I'm getting from what yeah, you're saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So if it, but you've got to, you've got to take it that way because that's well, how the art is. But that's, that's, that's my point though. I loved it. I I was one of those things you love with but, him, but you feel guilty I, for loving it. No, I didn't feel guilty. I felt nervous. I felt a little scared, I, on edge, as you should. But I felt nervous because I realized the real world implications of this. Um, I mean, there is a there is a scene with a a, a little bit of of an angry monologue that um, he says. You gotta have that. Yeah, I'm expecting that. Um, and it's just. 
he says verbatim what so many people out there are thinking. I mean, we have the new Nazis, we have anarchists, we have for for I mean, since for eighty forever, as skinheads, there's people politically and everything look at the world and they think, okay, the world is hell and we have to start over in the rubble, you know, kind of people. These, about, like bang. Yeah. Or um, blow up everything. Yeah, and, and it, um 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 it's um what did Thanos do? It's called um um genocide, right? Well yeah, that um yeah, okay. to... so um uh that's what I mean. Uh, it, the mon- so when you the intent I felt personally this now again this could be subjective the music tone tonally and visually combination the end of the film advocates his actions for the audience because you have followed him do you do you think there would be a sequel uh he said he was there was a rumor about it and then it's not that kind of film it doesn't i would love to see a Batman in this world because this is a rated R down dit and gritty DC um, uh, Gotham. This is nothing like anything we've ever seen before. This Gotham is is cruel and and just and I would love to see that kind of Batman. And that's what's exciting is because like as a nerd myself, these kind of stories have been in comics for years. Th- this kind of material. People don't know that who don't read comics necessarily. They think comics is what you see yeah. as, 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 you know... Um, I think there's more awareness now. Iron Man and, uh, and Avengers uh, film. But there... I mean, I've read a Joker comic that was as gritty as this, you know? And uh, this is this is real emotion. This is real gritty. This is real... This is sympathy for the devil, you know? And it's... I, I see your grin because it's metal as hell. And, and you're going to love the movie because it is metal. But it is a slow burn, slow burn. It's okay, I would expect it to be a little very more slow. dramatic. Yeah, very yeah. very slow burn. But you feel for him, and you you kind of. I mean, it's a good time to bring that out, bring you, out that movie in, in near Halloween. Yeah, it, it was very much so. I mean, it kind of reminded me on the Purge level. Yeah. Okay, let me ask this because I'm listening to you like break down this film, and you were even saying like when you're watching it, you're nervous and thinking about the real world impact of other people watching this. When I go to a concert, I felt like I was watching the twin towers. Yeah. I was like, what's going to happen to the world now that we viewed this? Honestly, now that I have the, I loved it. Now that I have the experience uh, uh, on the musician side, when I go to a concert, I feel like I'm in class. Like I'm watching and learning. Like I'm watching, Mm -hmm. I'm watching how the band guys interact with each other mm-hmm. i'm watching um technical things that are going on i'm watching their crew move around mm-hmm. i'm i'm paying attention to are their tracks playing is it just the live performance like there's all these things that i'm looking at and if you were to watch me while i'm watching a show i could be enjoying the hell out of that show and i'm going to be blank on my face because i'm yeah. i am just absorbing all of it I and i have a hard time to just and i'll walk away from it and be like you know what that was a great show but like more than that, I learned all this stuff, which mm-hmm. sounds awesome, except I don't enjoy them as much as I used to. Do you feel like you can still go to a movie at this point and just lose yourself lose and enjoy yourself. it? Or are you like picking it apart because that's your thing? <laughs> um, Is that a weird question? No, it's just, it's, it's difficult to answer. Um, I, I don't think, I don't feel like I have lost anything. 
Um, I don't feel that way at the time, but I, then I, later I, I feel like, man, yeah, I really didn't like just people, just like let go and just have fun. Some with people it. point that out. Um, they want to say we don't. I don't watch a movie like you do. Um, I've heard that before. When I watch a movie, I want to turn myself off and you know enjoy it. I don't want to think so much. I saw a movie um, Ad Aster uh, recently. The Brad Pitt. Um, Is that what it's called? Side. I knew it was Ad something. I... That's the best I put it. Um, I, Ad Astra. Uh, yeah, something, something like, like that. that. I actually thought that looked good. Was yeah, it good? I enjoyed it a lot. Is it on... like Gravity? It looked like there'd be just no. like a couple of, of actors. It's, no, it's it's very uh, Kubrick style. It's it's uh, slow burn, very much on the visuals, um, metaphors, uh, sound, music, um, um, the acting. It's not a straightforward. It's a straightforward story. I think you would really like it. Um, so. Although I'm not typically a cubic friend. Yeah, I'm not either. I'm not either. But I love visuals will pull me in so much. Like that Alita film. It's not a perfect film. But when I, I saw it twice in the theater because it really pulled me in the visual, visually. I just was stunning when I was looking at it. And, and I cared. And it made me, I really cared about the characters. And so I'm not watching something and pulling it apart because if I care, if I'm doing what the film is wanting me to do, which is care about the characters and care about what's going on. So you feel like you can kind of analyze it after the fact? That's what happens. A flood of analyze, uh, it comes in uh, the time the credits roll. It's just, it starts to come in. And I have another thing. If I don't see the opening, I won't sit through the film. If I miss the very first shot, I'll, I'll, I won't watch it. I'm not late to things, so that never happens no, to me. No, but if that, that, that has happened, I'll miss, <laughs> it's very important. If I don't hear the beginning of a song, okay. then don't give me. Let me tell you if I like that song. I gotta hear how the introduction into this world. Yeah, I mean, that you're I, in. I definitely like to hear the beginning of a song, but if somebody is just running it past me, I could hear just a piece of it and decide whether I wanted to hear more of it. It's not necessarily fair to the mm-hmm. song. But I think we all kind of do that with music more so than movies. Yeah. But nothing takes me out of a film more than if it's something I've seen before. If it's just something in another movie that I have seen before. Um, well, that happens or, in music all the and, time. Or something that I just, I know where it's going. I know what they're doing. Oh, I, I watch, I see, I watch I shows this, all the time that I can predict. Yeah, and even, even with Game of Thrones, tropes. even yeah. with Game of Thrones, there were so many things I was like, you know what? I hope they this don't is do probably this. And, and of course, it's been long enough that there shouldn't be have to spoiler alert anything, no, no, no. but I'm, I'm, I'm still not going to, but I, I did. I oh, did, I bet that dragon's going to come back as a white Walker. Yeah. I, I predicted the one on the throne a couple seasons before the end. No. Yeah. Uh, Bram. I wasn't going to say it doesn't matter. Yeah. But, it's people have been talking about it on podcast, but I, I did, and and one of the reasons was is because he was the most unlikely. I felt like it should have been a Stark, and I felt like there was a path for him to get there that would be, like, everybody was so wrapped up in the main, like, three options mm-hmm. that I knew that those weren't going to be it. Well, it... it, it so, I, for, for me, it was like, if I was the writer, how would I do this? And I would have picked him. Mm-hmm. I was thinking about it from the writing side of it, not, mm-hmm. like, which one I wanted to put my uh 
it's just support. Like a, it's like a game. I mean, it's like gambling. You know, you and I don't, you I don't mean to pick it apart that way, but it happens to me. I'm like, okay, mm. saw this coming. What I just mean you is, know? I just can see, you know, like just the the writing of just where we're going with this film. I see a, a trailer, and I can, I'm, I'm like, sometimes they show a little bit too much, but even when they, they don't, I'm like, I, I can, I can tell with that movie where that's gonna go. Or the ones I want to see are the ones where, I, where I'm like, I have no idea. That the Natalie Portman film, Annihilation. Um, oh my gosh, that that is a sci-fi movie. See, some people don't like to sit and think. You know, a movie that makes them think. Oh, I you like know, that. but but I love I love Memento for that reason. Yeah, yeah. I but, had to really well, like like my favorite Tom Cruise movie is Vanilla Sky. And I'm accused yeah. sometimes that that's a thinking movie, but it really isn't. It's not about that I'm sitting there and like Ad Aster and, and, and I'm thinking about the metaphor and I'm thinking about the lighting and what it's doing and I'm really delving deep. It's not that. I'm not thinking that hard. I'm immersed. It's pulling me in. I'm not working. See, if, if, you, have, if you feel like you have to work then, and, then, and, then, and, you, and it pulls you out of the film, well, the, it's just not your thing. But for me, it if it pulls me in, I watched two thousand one. I could not care. I care less. Okay, but at Aster, I was watching, and I, I was falling asleep. I could never get. To yeah, that I was really. I was really in, sucked into what was going on and all the metaphors, the visuals, and 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 the music, um, and the acting. But Citizen Kane, good God, I would never watch that again. It, it and it's a big deal. I had to in college. In yeah, I, I well, I had to because a girlfriend liked it, but um, I would never watch it again. And and I would I would really be second guesses and just had <laughs> you know that it was head of, head of its time, whatever, whatever. It's a big deal, but um, but then Gone with the Wind. I mean, never really gets old, you know, because that's my mother's film. Um, Dances with Wolves never gets old because it's my father's film. Dances um, of Wolves. Days of Thunder never gets old because it's my brother's film. Yeah. Or or uh, Tremors. <laughs> Tremors. Yeah. Um, I do you remember seeing that? But uh, no, like yeah, it's it it it's it's difficult to really say because I don't find myself analyzing good movies until they're over. I find myself analyzing bad movies during. Okay, that's fair. Yeah. That's fair. There, there's probably same thing with going to a, to a concert. Yeah, there's probably some concerts that I'm um, where I don't know. I feel like some of my personal favorites, I'm purposely trying to like. Okay, this is my teacher, you know, and I'm and I'm focused <laughs> on like what's this guitarist doing here and what's what's this drummer doing here, and so I'm like I'm looking for those things, but. There are probably it's it's probably bands that I'm not expecting to learn something from. That say I go to a festival and it's a band I don't really know, but their music gets my attention and I get sucked into that. I'm not really caring what they're doing so much as I'm mm. like, oh, I'm I'm enjoying this mm. and I wasn't expecting it. So I think there are times when I do kind of lose in there. Do you remind yourself to pay more attention, or do you I do do you want to stay in that? No, no, I don't want lost to, place. I, I don't. That's want, where they want. I don't you. want to pick it apart. I want to get lost yeah. in it. But I have to remind myself, especially if I go to something like Metallica, because to me that's like that's what I Church. learned. That's what I learned. <laughs> so yeah, like I go there and it's like this really special moment that I want to soak up every detail. And then at 
at part of the way through, I'm like, you know, you're only going to be able to do this so many times because mm-hmm. they, they're only going to age so much. So like, just enjoy it. And, you know, how do you feel about the changing of aging musicians and the, and, and aging bands and the, and the changing of their, their styles? Cause I can incorporate that directly to directors like, like my man Spielberg. Um, he, they getting lazy. Yeah, they get lazy. They get <laughs> some of the, they, some they of the get, musicians get, get lazy. They get rich and lazy. Um, they, no. they, they, I wouldn't say they phone it in. Every now and then, there's something. There's a, there's like a mo, there's like a moment, in a film, usually rather than the entire film, where I can see they really cared about this. I can tell that he really cared. That's and, interesting. And I know that director so well as as an artist. You know, um, he is uh, he's my hero, and um, I, I've 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 watched his stuff till his early stuff to nauseum, and he'll come out with something, and I can just tell you were just you're kind of sleeping. He did that movie, seeing this one I couldn't even remember the title of, um, but then he'll do something like Ready Player One, and. I loved Ready Player One because I read the book, because it was the first movie in my movie-going career that I um, actually read the, the novel first. I had never done that. So I had this attachment to it, and I, t- and I tore it apart like anyone fan of a book, you know? It's not like the book, and it pisses me off when anybody ever says it was not like the book. It's two completely different mediums, okay? Shut up with that shit. It's not... Yeah, but did you get it then? Get what? That you you didn't go into that film and be like, this isn't like the book. Like, no, no, you... I knew going in that it wasn't going to be, and I love, I I liked the film. I loved it. I liked it. It, it I don't know. It, it, it's not perfect. The the book wasn't even perfect. It's not perfect, and I can tell that he. It it seemed like he had other people whispering in his ear, and he didn't care enough to say. I'm fucking Spielberg. Leave me, you know, leave me alone. Like, you know, I noticed this in careers like Aerosmith before they, I think they broke up, right? Um, and, and, on and off. I think. Yeah, and I bring this up with you about Metallica not having that gothic um, tone that they had in their career that slowly over the album started to go away. Now it all sounds like hot rod music. It sounds like James is leading the show. It's it's just got more of a fuel injected hot rod sound to it rather than sound, something like Sanitarium and something back in Faith Black and those times where you had these yeah. epic gothic type of well of, it's the classical or- influences yes exactly that the classical architectural type of a lot of sound that to it a lot of gone. that was was Cliff Burton's influence so you're gonna miss but it was some past him though a little bit I mean they even did yeah. it in Load and Reload oh yeah. Well, I think Saint Anger doesn't count. Here, here's the thing, and I had um, a good friend of mine that's a drummer said that back in the day Lars was his guy, and then, but he can't listen to the newer stuff, and he says that it's because there's nothing to learn from it. Like, I think in his mind Lars has just gotten lazy, but I think what happens too, and this may be the same with the directors, you get to a certain level of success. They care you, about it. You get to a certain level of success where you don't have to prove yourself anymore. So it's not about doing something new and like uh, 
going into new territory. It's about, hey, I'm just going to have fun and enjoy the top because I've already kicked ass to yeah, get here. There's nowhere else I can go. Right. It's like mm-hmm. they get to a certain level and they're like, okay, that's that's enough gas. That's a brilliant like, point, yeah. That's, that's like, how Spielberg feels probably. Yeah, he's at the top. He, what he else? Lo- he, he loves making not, movies. He's but... enjoying it. And, and yeah. what I think happens too, and this may be more so on the movie side with actors as well, you get to a certain level of success, you just get picky. It's not always just about well, Tom being lazy. Hanks, Tom Hanks too. It's it's like I I can be very selective now, and I'm only going to do my passion projects, or I'm only going to do something that I know is going to sell, or it's going to you know be what I want, or I can do it my way, or whatever it is. And it's not so much about making money as as it is um, being able to do it the way they want to do it and it to be easier for them mm-hmm. or it's just something they're they're specifically passionate about that whatever it is bruce willis hasn't showed up to a movie in years but every now and then he'll do something like looper and it's like whoa i love that movie yeah he way. was really great was in looper. yeah he was really good but then he'll do something else and it's like clearly he didn't even show up like he's phoning in he didn't care well, that you may know, just be getting a check. He, he he's may just getting just, a check, yeah. He just some money. He's just getting a check. And, and you know, and, and, musicians do that stuff too. Yeah, I mean, uh, look at Nicolas Cage's career. Uh, it's all about trying to get a check right now because uh, he's crazy. But um, uh, but Spielberg and even Hanks, I mean, they did that political movie that came out for the Oscars with, um, 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 oh, the greatest actress uh, in, in the world. Uh, has won everything. Um, did this political movie, and uh, and it just kind of seemed very phoned in, and then and he did that um, the spy, bridge of spies, which I actually really like. Is more on the, um, um, you know, uh, this political side of things, but you could tell in some parts that he really cared about what he was doing, rather than the other one. Um, with um, Meryl Streep, that's who it is, and Tom Hanks, it was very just. It it was like let's get together with my buddies and tell this political story. We're all at the top of our game. We have nothing to prove, so let's just come in and and let's do this thing and have fun together, rather than getting really invested in behind the art, you know. Rather and sometimes that'll happen. I've seen Tom Hanks do this, but then he has the movie coming out where he plays Mister Rogers. I'm looking forward to that. Everyone's looking forward to that. And you can tell in just the previews that he cares about betraying this yeah. individual. He cares enough about him. Because the documentary, I cannot I cannot uh, recommend it enough, is the reason why they're making this film, why it's coming out. Because it was so popular. And, I heard it was good. I oh, didn't... it's a beautiful documentary. And so he cares about it. So I maybe, maybe that happens with music. Maybe that happens with a lot of artists as well, is they just kind of, they get so big. I mean, Elvis, ended, at towards the end of his career, was mostly just doing all of his same things and covering all of his hits and covering everyone, you know, everyone. Righteous Brothers, everybody. He did everyone's stuff. And he just kept coming out there because there was really nowhere else for him to go. Well, I think... I think artists will do that too. Um, well, they could do it with any money, but they might also do it if they just are having a creative slump or they just don't have any new material. 
and they're still trying to stay busy and, and not let their name get forgotten. So I think sometimes, and I mean, uh, music labels, record labels, sorry, have done that too. If there's like a big gap between albums, well, let's put out the greatest hits and we'll remind everybody how awesome this band is while they're still working on something new. Yeah, because, you know, Taylor Swift hit the ceiling and she could not go any further. And she made a change and decided, you know, on her own, well, why don't I go pop, you know, and that change because she had something else to, I'm completely being sarcastic. Well, well I <laughs> That have, was completely I, produced, producer manipulation, but. I, I disagree. Really? I have a whole thought on that, but I, I'll say that for another time. Well, why can't she come back out and just do another country album? She could, but she makes too much money. Doing no, she that. doesn't need to. Bring, be I in think, the new Britney I think Spears. Her, I think her goal. Her and Ariana Grande. No, no, no. The two uh, new Britney Spears. I think her goal is to prove to herself that she can master several things. She's a good songwriter. She's not a good singer, but she's, she's a good she's songwriter. Trying to prove this to herself. I well, to prove it to everybody, to including prove how herself. much money she can make and no, prove how much I, she can sell listen, out. Listen, I. I think her new album is garbage, but she has had previous albums that were good in multiple genres. Not many people can say that, and I think people talk a lot of trash about her. She's a good songwriter, and I think that she's proven herself in different genres, and she has no need to do that. It's just something she's wanting to do. You don't see it as money-grubbing? No, she doesn't need the money. Because I mean, well, she didn't have as much as she... I mean, when she went pop, she's got a lot more now. Yeah, but I mean, more she, than half. You know. But the I, stuff that I, I she puts that out is not. It's necessarily... She was writing. She was writing for other people anyway. It's like she yeah. already was doing that. So she's like, you know what? I want to do some of this too. Mm. And people said you won't. She be was good. writing pop songs. I, I I'm not sure about that. I know she's written country songs for other people, but I think she was involved with some pop writing. I'd have to look that up to know. But my point is, I think she said, "Hey, I think I can do pop too." And people said bullshit, and then she proved them wrong. And then she took it a step further to the side. And you know what? That album was pretty good, too. I, I happened to listen to it because I got girls in the house, and they both enjoy well, it. Let's see her come out with an album of jazz standards. But <laughs> her new album, I put on. I thought my daughter might enjoy it. Neither of us did. So, Oh, well, that's a so, good test. That's a good that's test a good right test. there. But see, so, I'll, 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 I'll raise you on this because look at someone like um, Lady Gaga. Okay, now she impressed is has in the last couple of years impressed the hell out of me, and that is coming from a long way from when I first saw her appear on like American Idol as a guest or something. I was like, who is this Marilyn Manson female version techno wannabe weird well, artist? And she is her big early pop hits did not showcase that she can sing. But now that she's she, had opportunities to do that. Yeah, but she 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 she's can also a fantastic actress in my opinion, and um, she does she goes out before any of that, any of that. It was the weirdest thing. No one was like, "What in the hell are they doing?" Getting together with uh, Tony Bennett and doing an album with Tony Bennett of jazz standards. They did two of those things and they sold out of the roof. People were like Lady Gaga and Tony Bennett. At the time, it was yep. SNL made all kinds of jokes about it and everything. I mean, it was ridiculous. But she... she That's re- a win-win. Think about it. He, he yeah, was, but- was going to sell those albums on his own, some of them, 
right? But his fans are now exposed to Lady Gaga. Sure, Lady no, I Gaga's get your point. fans yeah. are exposed to from Tony a marketing Bennett. point, it makes so, a lot of sense. But what I'm saying is that that artist, she, in a way that you're talking about Taylor Swift needing something to prove, um, I don't see. I see it more about the money than I do with Lady Gaga. I see Lady Gaga doing things that I don't have something to prove. I'm just. This is what I love to do. Like. I'm not just about one kind of music. I'm not just one about one kind of thing. I love artists that would do that. You well, know, if it, you know, and, and, and it's all about it. She would release, she on in, in, um, I knew this when she was doing Stars Born, her show in Vegas, one night, um, out of the week would be just a jazz show. And she would do just kind of jazz standards. She's a fan of jazz. Yeah, that's, she would do jazz and blues. And okay. different things like that. And she would do all these different styles. And then she would have her regular show. He comes out and dance and it's all weird and freaky, you know, and she's wearing meat and shit. Yeah. But she's and modern Madonna. Yeah. But Madonna wouldn't come out and just release a country like just release a completely different genre album just for the hell of it. Just to do it. Just because. We don't know what Madonna would do now if she was that age. I'm just saying. Oh, you think because it's a different time? I think think there's a lot of things that are different. And I think that Madonna was pushing the envelope in her way at that time. And Lady Gaga is pushing the envelope in similar ways in our time, if that makes sense. And that might be wearing a costume that looks like meat or instead of. Literally was meat. (laughs) (laughs) You know, instead of the the cone bras. She's wearing the meat suit, Mm -hmm. and it's just different. Not quite as feminine, but just different. (laughs) I guess. I guess. I don't know. But I I, I see a lot of similarities in those artists, and I don't don't know that Madonna wouldn't have done some of that, so I'm not sure about that. And and with with Taylor Swift, and I, I feel stupid, like, defending her, but... Don't. I think... I think that uh, she probably got a lot of nose so hot on getting started, and I think that she's in a place, and probably her age has something to do with it, and being a songwriter has something to do with it, constantly trying to prove herself, and I think that, to me, that's the impression I get, that she's on that mission of saying, I can do this, let me show you. And then I can do that. Let me show you. She doesn't and then strike I can do me. Do that. Let me show you. Vert difference between her and like Lady Gaga. She doesn't strike me as strong. Okay. She tr- strikes me you, as very easily manipulated. It's interesting by her management. It's, it's interesting to say that she has full control of everything she does, and she insists and demands that. So you, you might not know that, uh-uh. but she has. Yes, she's always had the reins in her career. Now you don't think she's pushed one way or another. She writes. Her own music. She controls the ship. She. So it's completely her fault. The album that you didn't like. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. And and the guy that's making her happy right now. Oh, which one? Uh, it, some new guy. But I'm just saying, when <laughs> when he breaks her heart, she'll have an awesome she'll album. She'll have another one. Yeah. <laughs> he said that on your podcast. Well, yeah, the I new album the broke I think, her heart. <laughs> I think the new one's called Lover, and uh, it it anyway point is is i think maybe that was something you didn't know about her that she um there's a show there somewhere there's a story there's a film yeah. there somewhere about there's an artist there. who who writes from her her life and the way that it's changing and um is writing music 
about things that are going on in her life and then realizes that what she writes about, she can actually, they will happen. They influence to happen. That's, that's been done Probably in film done. a couple of times. In, with music? Not with music. With writing or poetry or something. Yeah. No, probably. but I mean, um, there was the Will Ferrell movie. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And then the, that's good. Oh, what's that? Uh, that's good. Whatever happened to Will Ferrell no. doing dramatic roles? That was great. I, 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 I like that movie. Know, what was it called? Um, that that Will Ferrell movie with Emma Thompson. Anyway, and then actually, it was uh, <laughs> with the watch. There was a John Candy movie, Delirious. I don't know that one. He was a writer for a. Uh, this is a comedy, kinda. <laughs> He was a John Candy. Yeah, he was a writer for a soap opera, uh. and something happened. It was this accident. He got hit on the head. I don't know. He woke up and he was a <laughs> struck character. By, he was lightning. a character in his own show. Uh, but what he wrote would happen. So he wrote. He wrote himself yeah. as the new love interest of yeah. like the hot ma- the female lead. Yeah, and like started writing all this stuff, and then and then uh, he would make bad things happen, and people were getting hurt, and like. It became a yeah. There's a great, there's thing. a great movie I love called Riding Ruby, and, and this guy Paul Dano, I think is it called Riding Ruby, but um, he he's a writer and he's writing writer's block, and and um, he he starts to have a dream about a girl, and he decides to write about her, and then she shows up, and then whatever he writes, she does, you know. It's a, yeah. it's a great concept. It has been done. Is yeah. what I'm saying. Well, anyway, I, I knew there was a story there. <laughs> Anyway, I, so, um, yeah. Um, I think we covered everything we meant to. <laughs> and more. Uh, and more, I hope so. I didn't. Yeah. I was afraid I was running too long. Or no, this, this has been much. great. I, I've, this has been uh, interesting. And, and I, I really enjoyed having you here. And I'd like to do some more with you in the future um, when we have some, some time. And yeah, we should talk about, um, we should, um, you know, prepare like... A central topic, you know, and hone in on on that. Call in writers, let us know. Um, <laughs> to the website up. <laughs> no, forget that we're not on a. Uh, is, did have have you listened to um the uh, oh what's the anchorman character's name? Oh um yeah uh yeah, Will Ferrell's character yeah yeah. Um, Ron Burgundy. Ron Burgundy. Have you listened to the Ron Burgundy podcast? Oh, I've heard. Okay, it's so hilarious. in the first episode, he he doesn't really understand what a podcast is. Yeah. <laughs> he's just winging it, and he's like, he's trying to get callers to call in, mm-hmm. and the uh, the producer Caroline Caroline is like, Ron, this is not live. People aren't listening yet. <laughs> he's like, oh, how does it? Like he has no idea how it works. Yeah. See, that's that's why I keep feeling like we're recording for the radio or something. Yeah. You know. That's why, and and without the music in the background, I just want to kind of come in and and talk like this about recipes and and such and doilies, and you know, talk about that sketch with um, SNL with the salty balls. I don't I don't remember this one. You don't remember the? Uh, it was a it was Anna Gastar and uh, another actress, and they would get on, and it was like this. I do remember some scenes. This radio with, show with a bunch of whispering. And yeah, well, and they're just kind of talking like this, and it's very sweet. And, and they and Alec Baldwin comes on, and he's a candy maker, and, and he's made these salty balls. I I think there was wasn't uh, Kristen Wiig doing a, a bit where she was whispering oh, into the microphone. That, that she wasn't on the show by that time. But but didn't she have didn't she have a bit? Oh, 
I imagine she she's great. She probably had a lot. I'm thinking of a bit that she had where she was doing that, but that might mm. actually have been in a movie. I don't remember. Maybe it wasn't <laughs> into a microphone. Maybe she was just whispering. <laughs> but something about yeah. the way you said that reminded me of a character, and I can't pick it now. I don't remember. Anyway, thank you for coming. Yeah, thanks thank for, you for making the for having the the very short drive over here. The two hours. Um, is this your longest one? So far. So far. so far. When when can we expect the release, Chris? Um, maybe tomorrow. Oh no, not of this <laughs> of your of your whole podcast. No, it's up. Everything's up. Oh oh, I everything's you, up and available. I thought you were still collecting. No no no, everything's up and available. Get your stuff. It's not on to all of the platforms yet, so I haven't done any. So we can uh, catch you. Uh, I haven't done any uh, big marketing or promoting it yet. I was trying to make sure that. It was available to all the places, but um, right now it's on about five different platforms. So, okay, so we're um, on Lube TV right now. No, <laughs> <laughs> the newest one I believe is on Google Podcast, which was a good score. But I'm I'm really uh, I listen to Apple Podcasts mostly, so I'm I'm really anxious to get it on that platform, and I'm so, still waiting. So on that. podcasts aren't like it's a new medium for me. It's it's not like. Um, that albums or songs like you can find most anywhere they they're available on certain platforms so like you could like like youtube you couldn't find a youtube video on another streaming unless it was streamed for that one i mean there's there's so many services you listen to podcasts for free it's it's not as hard to find because you buy podcasts no never you don't buy the service no there are services that you can pay for and then I sound the, like a grandfather. <laughs> then there's a lot of free podcasts. There's a lot that are ad based. Mm-hmm. And then there are there are a couple of subscription services for podcasts that have started, and those will be like high profile podcasts that will not have ads. Mm. So there are some of those available, but honestly, the ads in a podcast app, if you're not familiar with it. You can hit skip thirty seconds. So if an ad comes up, you oh, don't yeah. really have to listen to it. I don't know so, if you want to say that if you want to get. Yes, skip all my ads. No. <laughs> so far, <laughs> so so far, I have not added ads. So that that will come with time. But um, you should put some like recommendation, will... like like um, so yeah, like name three albums that you recommend, and I can name three films that I recommend. Well, I I already I asked you earlier. What new films you'd recommend? Oh, and then uh, we got to talking about the Joker. Peter Butter, Pe- um, uh, <laughs> Peter Butter Falcon. Really? Peter okay. Butter Falcon. I is, heard good things about is, that. Is is phenomenal. It is it is the feel good movie of the year um, of that I've seen in a long long time. It really really gripped me a lot. It's an easy movie. Um, it's just and and I'm 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 really respecting Shia LaBeouf right now. I really am. <sighs> He's got a ways to go to get that. Well, I, I, well, he's he's doing it. I mean, if you see him, he's been on some podcasts, he's been on some interviews, and and things, and he's very self-effacing. He's very, um, he, he's really come out and 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 um, not apologized, but he's a very smart dude. He's very introspective, and um, I mean, people just think he went nuts because he had the bag on his head and everything. But you know what he did when he went in in New York when he had that room. Where people could charge, um, I don't know if he charged people or anything, but he just sat in a room, and the the line was up to down the block, and he had security in there, 
and you could go in and he was wearing the bag over his head and you could take the bag off his head if you wanted, but that's the only way you could touch him. You couldn't touch him otherwise or else they'd pull you out of there. But you could say whatever you wanted to him and people would scream at him, cuss him out or tell him that they love him, tell him everything's great and he would just sit there. And he did this for like weeks. And people looked at that and was like, what? what was that? Was that performance art? I mean, like as an actor... I can tell you that that, is serve, that serves him in a tremendous way, and that takes a lot. That takes a lot of to come back from, to, to, to put yourself through that. Yeah, and I respect him as an artist for it, that. It's very weird. You could but, actually yeah. pay to go and sit. He, he did this thing where you, we'd have people come and just watch his movies with him, and he would sit and just watch the movie, his movies with and, and you would just cuss him out and tell him whatever you want. Like, that, that's what he wanted. He wanted people to, to slant because he was getting a lot of bad press, and he was just like, bring it on. I want it right in my face. I don't want to wake up and have someone say, oh, have you read this or have you seen this? I want it directly right here. You have something to say, say it to me. He hasn't found Twitter. <laughs> yeah, but he just, that's... Does, this not, I'm just saying. That's, that's the way most people get it. Anyway, he's not the really the best thing about the film. It's the ensemble. But that's a great... Oh. That was great. Okay. And uh, I liked Ad Aster and Joker. Um, I have the Regal uh, Unlimited right now, so I can, I'm can i seeing anything. But, um, you know, um, I know I've already, that's already three. But, uh, of course, um, the, um, Tarantino's film, um, Hollywood... Um, what was it called? <laughs> uh, a long something in Hollywood. Yeah. A, um, a time something. A long time ago in Hollywood. No, it's similar to that. I have not seen it. Is it? Is it? Is it that late? <laughs> it's not that late. <laughs> and I'm, I, were we getting that old? Yeah. So. <laughs> Ma meatloaf. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um. We so and and albums. You you would say. Um, oh well. Well, let's say I'm going to recommend the new Slipknot, We Are Not Your Kind. I did a review on that already. Um, it's not out yet, but in a week or so, the new Alter Bridge, Walk the Sky, will be out. I'm very excited about that. I will definitely be talking about that when it's available. And... Slim Whitman, all on the way home. Yeah. <laughs> Hold on, let me... Let me take a peek at what I've been listening to lately. I, w- I wish that okay, Tool uh, and Nine Inch Nails would get together and make a compilation. This just seems perfect to me. I will I will say there's a few others that I've been listening to. I won't I won't pick a, a single third one necessarily, but I have been listening to the new Volbeat, Rewind, Replay, Rebound. It's good. Mm. The new Corn, uh, the Nothing, was very passionate Is and it interesting. Yeah, it's... Is um, all of them? It's not. I mean, the drummer's not original, but it's the same guy as I've had for a while. Is, does it sound like old corn? Is it? It's got. It's got a bit of old and a bit of new. This it's, is what I didn't like. Their bass player. Listen to it. It's good. Just yeah. try it. Um, and then also the newest Kill Switch Engage Atonement was really good, and there's a song featuring the uh, previous singer Howard Jones as well. So that's kind of a special treat for fans. So all those. Are <laughs> See, pretty, I don't know any of those. Uh, Tom yeah. Jones doing it yet? So, uh, of course, all those are a little heavier side, but that's what I've been listening to while I've been running in the morning. So, yeah, your stuff that. is getting, you know, over the years, audience, boys and girls, um, 
Chris's influences, he's been getting heavier and heavier, and well, I've been getting you, lighter and lighter. You know, I, I just went to a country <laughs> festival, also did a podcast episode on that. And and um, you're, op- you're open to it, yeah. You yeah, just, I'm open yeah, to it. No, yeah. no, I mean, um, yesterday morning on my run, I listened to new Zach Brown band, and that was a bit of a departure, but I knew it was out, and I wanted to check it out, and mm-hmm. I enjoyed it. I'm not going to do a review on that, but, and I didn't listen to all of it. I got halfway through it, uh, during my run, but, um, it was a little more R and B kind of bluesy, uh, side of country. So it was a little different than what I was expecting, but it was a really a feel good, almost kind of a sixties rock kind of feeling, uh, hard to describe, but it, it was it was feel good music, and I'm usually not into mellow stuff like that, but it it worked. So so I I, I did enjoy it. If that means anything. But uh, last th- one thing I want to throw out is uh, how do you feel about the casting rumors around the uh, Metallica biopic? I have not heard them. That well, they are there's like fan casting, but they are apparently there's a script. There is a script. Um, there's a story. Yeah. Oh, it's a great story. No, but I'm, there's a script, and I'm and, just saying there's history yeah, there. Yeah. There's a story. I know. And and um, most people. I mean, they did that. Um, did you see the uh, Motley Crue? The Dirt. Yeah. I did. It's not. It was kind of. I mean, there's a lot of history there that's right. There's some of it that's not right. But I feel like they took that and they like really squashed it down, and they made it like, uh, what what you would call a popcorn film. Mm-hmm. And what I, I would call you've called you've called some films like that before, and that I'm just trying to relate back to a Michael Bay film. Anyway, I didn't say those explosions there. Anyway, I enjoyed it for what it was, but I kind of knew what it was. I have not seen the Queen film. Oh, really? No, I have not. I want Bohemian Rhapsody. Yeah, I wanted to. I haven't. Oh haven't yet. man. So, but I felt like that was That's great. People said that was kind of. Did you the see same. A Star Is Born? I did not. Man. Not, oh, see, those are I good. never cared to see that. Oh one, man, so good. I so know, good. and the thing is, the more people rave about it, the less so interested good. I am. Well, let's shut that up. I know. Just, just what happens is the late. expectations are really high, and yeah. then I go into it and I'm disappointed. Yeah, I saw it when it came out. It, it just, oh man, great. It floored me. Okay. But no, but the Metallica biopic is there's a script, and it, it is getting apparently, um, of course, our man Lars has been the holdout on releasing rights to want to do it but i'm i'm sure i'm surprised you haven't heard about this but i mean i heard that there was talks about getting it done but i haven't heard anything he wrote his own screenplay at one point he did drafts to it but there's there's a few screenplays going around they want to make it um because there's all these biopics being done and metallica has such a i mean to actually see visually the you know the bus and burton and everything um you know, yeah. in his passing, but I'm sure that they are like, I don't, you know, we don't want to relive that. Well, don't watch your movie. Well, they they are not going to show that scene. They won't. Sure, they, they will. They're, they're on the bus. They and... they will do. They will probably show a scene on the bus, and then they'll do like a news montage. They won't make a graphic piece. Of not that. graphic, but I can imagine the bus spinning and then waking up like the way that they've described it in interviews yeah. and stuff. But, but anyway, do you so have emotional. casting rumor you want to share with me now or not? Those those have just been coming and going. Honestly, the uh, the people that they've been casting are are um, by lack of a better word, no names that look the parts. 
Okay. Rather than, um, but they would be very difficult parts to cast because what are you, what are you, what are you, what are you case casting on? Are it you... would be harder to cast than the Motley Crue one because people are more familiar with their looks. I think. With Metallica's yeah. looks. Well, that's from our point of view. Yes. That's very. That's very. You know, if they yeah. they did an uh, what you know. Yes, but there's but... no Aerosmith movie. Yeah, well, that would be sort of the same. There's way. no Beatles movie. Not really. Okay. That's weird. All I mean, the Elvis movies. No, we there's have. Beatles movies. They they made movies. Yeah, but there's no movie. There's about been them. movies about period. They probably haven't allowed it. Periods in the Beatles' career, just like there was a movie about uh, periods, uh, period in Jimi Hendrix' career. But you don't yeah. really have the biopic, uh, Beatles film. Somebody's holding that. The be- for the formation. And to the breakup, that that would be. I, I I mean, who knows? It could be Yoko was holding out. Who knows? Probably, probably. When she dies, <laughs> when she we'll, dies, there'll be a movie. We'll get it. There'll be one beetle left. <laughs> when she dies, yeah. we'll get it. Actually, you know, no, no, you know who you know who owns it. Wait, no, okay. Michael Jackson bought it. No, a lot. He, of, he some of that, it. some of the rights reverted when he died. To in his will, back to Paul McCartney. Back and, to oh, okay, yeah. Not, weird. I don't know about all of it, but I, I remember reading that and I thought that was the coolest thing uh-huh. because that was such a, a rift there and uh-huh. and what, what is, was a friendship before. So I did read that some of that, and I don't know how much of it. It may not have been all of it, mm-hmm. but enough to, to be a nice gesture. So, Well, I get, you know, if you look at it, it's probably smart because the Beatles are still making money. Yeah. And that's like a, that's like a Hail Mary making that film because that's going to just revitalize the whole career and they don't need to do it right now. They don't. That they band's going to go on forever. Actually, um, in a handful of years, the Elvis tunes and the early Beatles tunes will start. Public domain? Some of them will, I think. Is there not a way that they can It re- depends on who the writer was. If one of the writers is still alive, right. first, it's, it's so many years after the last writer dies. So it depends on who, how many of those writers were still alive. So if some of the earlier Beatles tunes had people outside of the band, mm-hmm. or um, maybe didn't have McCartney or or Ringo on it. So you're saying that uh, some of John Lennon's, if John Lennon wrote a song that he only wrote, and Yoko didn't have anything to do with it, and she has the rights to it. At some point, it's only for so many years. Regardless, what she does, she can't w- re up it. She can't Correct. like get it back. Okay, N- neither could he. Becomes and neither. Well, I mean, he he has to be dead. Yeah, but and, and or his children. Like it doesn't. It just becomes. Matter. It becomes public. Yeah, but I, I mean, it's it's many years for the public. It's many years, and I think in Elvis's case, the reason why some of those are happening is because they were covers. <laughs> so the, the original, they were the original much, artist much older was songs. even older. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. some of those are going to hit public Hound domain. Dog. But in our lifetime, the Beatles catalog will probably start opening up to public domain. So that's an interesting hmm. thing because we haven't had modern music have that happen. I mean, it's oh, you only... know what we didn't talk about is is getting to that point is is films. You notice that uh, almost every trailer has a a, cla- a classic rock song that's slowed down and made into like a different form. You know, they've got a lot of songs, and they'll they'll take it for a trailer, and they'll just they'll 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 do like a different version of it. Usually, it's slower, you know, and um, 
just and it's just another way to market the film another way to bring people in being like oh man they're playing it's a nostalgic thing yeah they're playing right. uh it's like oh yeah that that's i know that song who's that oh yeah that's that's madonna who's sing? is that that's marilyn manson singing madonna i mean just weird stuff you know that um that would make sense to me but um sounds like something he would do yeah but uh yeah have you not noticed that i meant to bring that in uh, there I somewhere mean, but <laughs> not not especially hmm. then well, again, i watched a lot of trailers i was gonna say you see a lot of trailers, lot of trailers in, in the theater so yeah they just did um there's one that's uh with nirvana it's a teen spirit like acoustic slowed down hot topic version of it hmm. yeah, i've not heard that anyway thank All you right. for turning into yeah. chris through the never yeah <laughs> and thank you chris for having me on Yes, thank you for coming. This uh, this has been fun. And, and please we'll don't do forget to check out Bob's Tires. I'll just let you record my, <laughs> my spots later. <laughs> Come on down. Person with the best costume wins a free cherry bowl. <laughs> You're really liking that microphone. <laughs> I'm really liking the microphone. All right, thank you, man. All I, right. I want to come back and... Um, maybe there'll be something left to talk about. Yeah. <laughs> we, we, we have plenty. We can always talk. All right, cool. Well, thank you again thank for you. listening to Through the Never. We'll see you next time.